Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Good morning. It is Monday, January 29th, six minutes after nine. You're listening to Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. So it happened over the weekend, the deadliest attack on American forces in the Middle East since the October 7th Hamas massacre. Drone strike killed three U.S. soldiers and wounded 34 at this point at a base in Jordan. And Iran is claiming that uh, the links to them are completely baseless. Uh, Okay, so this is the or what portion of the Biden presidency. And by the or what portion of the Biden presidency, I mean uh, people look at him and say or what. And you look at the three plus years he's been president now. He's an unserious person about national security. He's an unserious person about uh, America's standing in the world in terms of being a superpower, military might, etc. He clearly has no problem if his own servicemen die based on what he did in Afghanistan. And so the rest of the world looks at Biden and says, or what? We're going to we're going to kill these people. We're going to cause this destruction or what? What's going to be the response? And you get the government you deserve. It sucks because now countless service members have died because of Joe Biden and his policies and his total lack of seriousness as he has seen across the globe. And um, here here we sit now, Casey. Mm-hmm. Here we sit. Iran's mission to the United Nations said in their own statement that Iran had no connection and had nothing to do with the attack on the U.S. base. Uh, but it is scary to think that those American service members, they were killed and it was an unmanned aerial drone attack. And they just seemed to be like they were sitting ducks. Why did this happen? Well, and this is why were they completely unprotected? And this is, you know, we talk about the new, the next, you know, phase of military conflict and conquest in our world. Um, And this is it now, right? It's not necessarily tanks and, you know, men with, with high powered machinery. And this is the world in which we operate, in which the element of surprise, covert attacks uh, look you know obviously we do we do them too it's not like we're sitting flat-footed and don't know that these things exist but for for three plus years now you have seen biden dilute what it means to be a member of the military we've seen the sort of people that he puts out in front we've seen him you know make all of these cases about you know transsexual serving in the military it's, i mean the military's a mess right now and if you were a young person, you know, there used to be a time, Casey, you're a little bit more seasoned than me, so mm-hmm. you can you can remember this. <laughs> you remember when Ronald Reagan was president, hey, it's morning again in America. Yep. And if you were in or, or you were approached about signing up for the U.S. military, 
you probably gave that some strong consideration. And if you went in, you went in with a great deal of pride because, hey, America was on the move again. America was on the march again. We've had the the doldrums of Nixon and Carter and and Ford. And now we're out and we're out and we're back. And, hey, let's go and peace through strength. And let's get those, you know, commie bastards over there in Russia. And, and, you know, to a certain extent, that continued through the first Bush with the Gulf War and the resounding success of the Gulf War and the quick fashion in which those brave men and women accomplished the mission and, and got out of there. And there was this pride in the idea of being a member of the United States military. And I think under Trump, a lot of that came back yep. because Trump, one, revered members of the military, cared a great deal about their safety, but also build up the military without involving us in you know, other military conflicts that involved ground troops, et cetera. And I just think under Biden, if you're a young person and somebody approaches you about getting into the military, what am I fighting for? Would you feel safe getting in there? No way. And are no there, way. It seems they're more concerned about DEI than the safety of the servicemen. It, I mean, it's being reported now that the Navy has now lowered the bar for people to enlist. And they're saying that if you haven't graduated from high school or obtained your GED, we're going to consider you now. They missed their recruiting goal by nearly six thousand. Yeah. Well, again, if you're a, if you're a young person and someone approaches you about serving in the military based on what you get paid and the job description and uh, the way you're viewed in society, period, and how much the half the country, the left, actually hates you. Um, and but again, what are you fighting for? I mean, Joe Biden let 13 people die in Afghanistan. Joe Biden's actions directly. There are 13 members of the U.S. military who would still be alive right now if Joe Biden had uh, had lost that election. If anybody else had been making the choices, he left those people to die and he did so callously. Now, could this event here have been averted? Don't know. But what I do know is Joe Biden has a track record of doing what he thinks is politically most expedient for him rather than what's best for the safety and security of the nation and for the military. Well, let's not forget that just recently the secretary of defense was in the hospital and the president did not even know. Todd Young has put out a statement. He said, I extend my deepest condolences to the families of the brave American heroes who paid the ultimate price in Jordan. But uh, a lot of Republicans, well, a lot on both sides are calling, pressing Biden to authorize some strong action against Iran, who just continues to deny any involvement. But here, a chief national security correspondent at the Pentagon, her name is Jennifer Griffin. She states what the Pentagon is saying about this. Uh, This is uh, bound to test not only the White House, but also U.S. Central Command. We know that there has been a great deal of frustration among top uh, senior U.S. military officials thinking that uh, that the U.S. needed to strike back harder against Iran, that Iran was not getting the deterrent message. As Lucas mentioned, there have been 159 attacks on almost daily on U.S. bases in Iraq and Syria and now Jordan. Uh, it was only a matter of time before some of those uh, those drones, one-way attack drones that Iran has provided to its proxies got through. And to keep in mind, Casey, the Democrats, both under Obama and Biden, have totally been in bed with Iran to, you know, uh, reducing sanctions, to backing up pallets of cash to these people. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is no logical reason, other than you hate this country, 
to get in bed with the world's largest state sponsor of terrorism. These people are awful. They're human rights abusers. They're murderers. They're thugs. They hate this country. They would chop the heads off every single person here if they thought they could get away with it. And yet both the the last two Democrat presidents, Biden and Obama, have some weird fetish about sucking up and cozying up to these people, and they keep giving them stuff, and they keep doing stuff like this. Donald Trump put out a statement. He said, my most profound sympathies go to the families of the brave service members who have lost. I ask all Americans to join me in praying for those who have been wounded. This brazen attack on the United States is yet another horrific and tragic consequence of Joe Biden's weakness and Th- surrender. This country, Casey, is a complete mess, and it's, it's rare that it's a mess on every front. But this country now has entered where it is a mess on every front. The last time I think you could say that about America was kind of 2008, 2009, when you had the economy collapse, you had these foreign policy disasters under Bush. So it's been about 15 years since you could say, hey, the country just feels like it's a complete and utter disaster. Normally there may be one or two things that's not you know, going well, but for all of it, I mean, there's just a sense of, I don't know, depression or what the word is about America right now. You look at this country and you go, it's like the animal house. You know, it's like Blutarski giving the speech. What's this lying around stuff? What mm-hmm. happened to the Delta I used to know? Mm-hmm. Instead of, you know, what happened to the USA I used to know? And I just think people look at right now the, this country and the politics of this country and these politicians. And you look at this just old, feeble-minded moron mm-hmm. who is running this country and you just go how did it get this bad old minded feeble guy who's running the country well we'll get into that later on this hour but you have to wonder hmm why these warnings to iran didn't work oh maybe because of this i wonder what is your message to hezbollah and its backer iran don't <laughs> Don't, don't, don't. Mm -hmm. Don't come across the border. Don't escalate this war. That's right. As President Biden said, just don't. Exactly. One word. Pretty straightforward. Sounds like they didn't listen. Of course, (laughs) it was was just 16 days ago, 16 days ago, that Biden said that he had told Iran a a real clear message. I've already delivered the message to Iran. They know not to do anything. They know not to do anything. Apparently, that message did not stick. Yeah, it, it boy, wasn't. That's, don't. That's shocking. Wasn't a strong enough message. You know, so. I, I, I we are in the phase with my seven-month-old daughter now, where I tell her don't, mm-hmm. and you know what she does? She stops in the moment. She looks at me, and then she tries again. Mm-hmm. And that's where Iran was. Don't. Oh. And then two two seconds later, mm-hmm. I, or again, or what? Bring this conversation full circle, or what? Nobody fears new Joe Biden. Nobody fears this country. They look at the the people calling the shots, who are more invested, like you said, in the DEI and the wokeness and the making sure everybody feels like there can be a, can be a winner and gets a trophy. And this country, man, it is totally on its heels right now, and it is not a good time for the United States. 17 minutes after 9, it's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20-milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. 
If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Nice. We're going to drop it like it's hot. 22 minutes after 9, it's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. So Snoop Dogg has said he has nothing but love and respect for Donald Trump. Oh. This despite uh, a parody that he did about Donald Trump years ago. Well, this is going to be my question. I guess my my first question, I will continue to ask this uh, until one of us outlasts the other. Mm-hmm. How has Snoop Dogg not been canceled? Why is he a thing? I mean, he literally has done or been accused of doing Mm -hmm. all the things basically that have put many, many people's careers in a box and buried six foot under. And yet not only is he never canceled, he keeps getting opportunities. He has a really, really bad potty mouth, by the way. No kidding. Yeah, like every other word is the F-bomb that comes out of his mouth when I'm, he I mean, talks. He, he's, been, he's been accused <laughs> of, what, like shooting people. Mm-hmm. He's been, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I mean, he clearly has used racist language. Uh, he has uh, misogynistic. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's, you know, he's a, I just, I just, I don't understand how this guy keeps getting all these opportunities when he has basically done every single thing or been accused of doing every single thing that has put countless people's careers put them out of careers mm-hmm. he uh he said that donald trump has never done anything wrong to him and even singing his praises in a new interview now of course why would he change his tune that way? Because I believe it was back in 2017, he actually wrote a song where he said that Donald Trump would be assassinated. It was a parody, but still it was out there. And I think I know what it is. So back in 21, uh, you know, he said that Trump did great things when he pardoned one of his friends. Oh, well, there you go. So that's it. It's a what have you done for me lately uh-huh. thing. So, Well, look, here's the thing. Joe Biden's super racist, and he's been super racist and said super racist things throughout much of his adult life. And yet no, no president, I mean, I'm not trying to sound like Trump when I say this, but no president in the modern era was more friendly to African-Americans and African-American causes than Donald Trump. I mean, you look at prison reform, the people he pardoned, I mean, all sorts of things. Mm-hmm. And yet an overwhelming number of black people in this country will still vote this coming year for super racist Joe Biden. It is amazing. Um, do you think that this will help Donald Trump having someone like Snoop Dogg back in his corner with the black vote. I think Trump's going to do surprisingly well this year with the black vote. I think many, many people, it's interesting because I think the black, black, black Americans are starting to get where Hispanic Americans were about 10 years ago, where you start to wake up and realize I'm totally 100% taken for granted. I'm totally 100% being taken advantage of. I'm totally 100% being used. And what in the hell have the Democrats actually done for me? 
If you are a black person who has been voting for Democrats for 50 years, what have you got for that? Mm -hmm. Look at these cities that the Democrats control, these major metropolitan cities. They're all places like this that are giant hellholes. Like prison reform. Uh, Joe Biden was the author, the author, the architect mm -hmm. of the, the what was that, 94 when they redid, they rewrote the criminal the code yeah. that, that overwhelmingly was weighted against black people. Mm -hmm. And who's the guy who came along and tried to rectify a whole bunch of that? It was Trump. And yet again, Casey, there will be a large portion of the populace, despite getting nothing from the Democrats, nothing, not just nothing last year or the year before or the decade before, for five or six decades now, we'll still continue to vote for that for some reason. I have no idea why. Well, None. I wonder if having a singer endorse you does anything for your political career because now there's a new poll out that says a fifth of voters will likely back the candidate endorsed by taylor swift <laughs> okay so we were 18 percent of voters yeah we were having this conversation during the break though those people are going to vote for biden anyway like if you are stupid enough to vote based on what a singer tells you i don't care what party that singer's for if you are stupid enough to vote for who a singer tells you you're voting for biden anyway so i i just think that's already baked into the equation you think if taylor swift tells people to go you heard that clip that kevin played to start this segment mm -hmm. you think even if taylor swift says go vote for a guy that can't string a sentence together no way. No way. And I'm not sure she's going to invest the capital this time because he ain't worth it. Yeah, she, he's not. And she's a uh, a fierce business person. Uh, no matter if you're a fan of her singing in her personal life or not, she does make smart business decisions. And sitting it out may be the best decision but, of all for her. But remember a couple of years ago in Tennessee in that Senate race, she endorsed mm -hmm. Marsha Blackburn's opponent. Marsha Blackburn beat the brakes off that woman. Mm -hmm. These people who are voting based on what Taylor Swift said, they were already going to vote for Biden anyway. Do you think a person who's thinking it through would go, well, you know, inflation's totally out of control. Three million illegals coming across the <laughs> border. Gas is double what it was when Biden took office. We got military people getting blown up left and right. But hey! Mm -hmm. Taylor Swift said to vote for Biden, so count me in, buddy. Yep, 18% of voters say they are more likely or significantly more likely to vote for a Kevin. candidate endorsed by Taylor Swift. I know we got to go to uh, the news, but Kevin, mm -hmm. what's that uh, Viagra Boys? What's the yeah, lead singer's uh, guy's Sebastian name? Sebastian Murphy. That's your favorite band? Yeah, I was actually just thinking about them. What, if Sebastian Murphy came to you and said, hey, man, you got to vote for Biden, are you willing to throw all logic and common sense and rationale and your own miserable existence, not to say that your personal existence is miserable, but the existence of the country out the window because Sebastian Murphy said to do that. No, I would vote for who I want to vote for, but the thing I like about Viagra Boys is they don't do stuff well, like that. They don't use their platform for <laughs> They that sit stuff. it out. Well, this election's going to see 8 million new voters in the U.S. electorate, and that totals 41 million Gen Z voters, many of whom are influenced by celebrities. It's Kendall and Casey. It's 93 WIBC. Good morning. 
morning. It is 934 with Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. So Senator Joe Manchin, that flip-flopper from West Virginia, oh. sometimes he's a Democrat, sometimes he's not. He uh, He's making the case that a health scare for President Biden or a conviction for Donald Trump could give him the opportunity he needs to win at being president. He has said, he told CNN that he can absolutely see himself as president ah, of the United ah. States. And then he told a bunch of voters that uh, he exercised a key influence on everything in Biden's legislative agenda. I don't know if I would really be walking around bragging about that. That, to me, is not the key to success. Imagine saying that out loud. Imagine saying publicly, hey, you know everything that's going on in the country right now? I did that. I've been a big part of that. That was all me. (laughs) That's like a Saturday Night Live skit or Mm -hmm. something. I mean, but here, this is the problem. Well, one of many problems is that (laughs) you have these people in the government, in the Congress, who are every one of them, especially these senators, they all look at themselves in the mirror and they see a president. And many of them spend their time, most of them spend their time doing one of two things, either butt kissing and, uh, well, I should say. Making promises to other people. Well, no, what I was going to say is butt sniffing or ring kissing like a Todd Young Mm -hmm. because he wants to move up to leadership. Or there are people like Joe Manchin who look in the mirror and see a president. And and, And so as thus, they spend their time finagling and conniving and and you know do, path of least resistancing and this is why we're in the position we're in joe manchin is a disaster he has been he has been all over the map he has no core convictions whatsoever he's totally enriched himself big time as a u.s senator the guy lives on a yacht for crying out loud casey remember when those protesters when i don't know whether it's a green dream or whatever it was they they had to get in boats and paddle up to his yacht (laughs) to to scream at him these nobody stands for anything anymore so he said uh, that biden is a good decent man but he is concerned that a second Biden presidency would bring back far, far left liberals. But of Donald Trump, he said that he's very concerned uh, to every hum- human being and every person who loves the country. So, so he's so he's concerned that a Biden presidency would bring back far left liberals. But he said, I voted for mm-hmm. the Biden stuff yeah. that is emboldened the far left liberals does this make any sense to anyone well let's talk about the good and decent man yeah. joe biden and uh this crazy old fart he's the president of the united states and he can't even form a coherent sentence asylum, off- asylum officers and over 100 cutting edge inspe- inspection machines to help detect and stop fentanyl coming on our, our southwest border what Did one you get more, that? one more time i mean there was some mumbling in there mm-hmm mm-hmm Asylum, asylum officers and over 100 cutting edge inspe- inspection machines to help detect and stop fentanyl coming on our, our southwest border. Mm-hmm. Like even when you can tell what he's saying, he just can't speak. Right. And it's not like Bush couldn't speak or it's like, hey, the guy has some dialect problems. He can't speak like you don't know what he's saying. Because he's slurring his words. Exactly. He sounds, and I don't think he is, I just think he's old and he's lost his marbles. He sounds drunk. He, uh, His brain was malfunctioning again at the same event. He said, I mean, seriously, he said if he were smart, he'd leave. Folks, um, uh, I... Uh 
If I were smart, mm. I'd say thank you and leave. <laughs> no kidding. But he's not smart, and that's the problem. Yeah, and there's a there's a certain ability to self-deprecate that is charming and endearing, and people like that. But if that's what he's trying to do, he's not good at it. Like, Joe, you hear Joe Biden. You, I'm, I'm sure you have run into these people over the years, Casey. In fact, you might even work with one of them where you're just the mere sound of their voice tunes you out and makes you unable to find anything they say endearing or welcoming or you just want to just just you just want to smash your head <laughs> through a pane glass window mm-hmm. every time you hear them you hear them open their mouths. And that is Biden. It's just like every time he talks, you just get physically angry because of what he's done to this country and it's all fun and games for him well it's either fun and games or he's just so confused he has no idea because here he is referring to donald trump as the sitting president did you see what he recently said about that wants the, the he wants to see the economy crash this year the sitting president they say in my face bless me father for i mean Come on, man. Come on, man. You're the sitting president. Does he not even know? So that one kind of had it all. And maybe we'll have Kev replay this in a second. It had gibberish man there Mm -hmm. at the beginning. Mm -hmm. It had delusional old man who doesn't know where he's at or what he's doing. And then it had uh, a little... uh, Come on, man. It had a come on, man. We had a little Catholic Catholic reference in there. That one really spanned the gauntlet. Did you see what he recently said about that wants the, the, he wants to see the economy crash this year? The sitting president. As they say in my face, bless me, Father, for, I mean, come on, man. He can't even finish the prayer. No, he, it's like when he remember, oh, you know the thing. Yeah. Um, so he was at church on Sunday, and he said the only reason that he went there was to meet a basketball player. Now, keep in mind, oh, no. he gets her name wrong. And uh, Asia Williams is from here. <laughs> and that woman played basketball. Whoa. That's the only reason I was coming. I thought she was here. <laughs> I'm only joking. I know she's out. I'm getting in trouble with my wife. I keep going around. So he called her Asia Williamson. By the way, her name is Asia Wilson. Yeah. And then he says he'll get in trouble with his wife if he keeps fooling around. <laughs> and it's the little sentences. Kev, can we play? You ever notice with Biden where he talks in like two or three word, very short. They're not even really sentences. If you tried to write an English paper with it, you'd be you'd fail miserably. Have you ever caught on to that? Oh, yeah. He doesn't complete his thought. In, in between gibberish man, random <laughs> random appearances by gibberish man, it'll be just two or three word. Let's, let's see if I'm hearing this correctly. And uh, Asia Williams is from here. <laughs> and that woman played basketball. Whoa. That's the only reason I was coming. I thought she was here. <laughs> I'm only joking. I know she's out. Uh, I'm getting in trouble with my wife. I keep going around. <laughs> I, I'll I, get in trouble with my wife if I keep fooling around. If I around. keep fooling I mean, around. They're just little short, choppy, mm-hmm. like, 
just random thoughts that are somehow woven together. I guess in his mind, they would make up a paragraph. Well, the only reason he went to that church service was so that he could meet that basketball player who's so fantastic absolutely. that he can't even get her oh, name right. Oh, yes, absolutely. So his approval rating at historic lows. But here, here we go. We've got Gavin Newsom, Greasy Gavin, claiming that he has the best three-year record of any modern American president. And we need to lift up the issues, the successes, this extraordinary successes of the last three years, the Biden-Harris administration, and then we drive contrast. It's not even a complicated campaign. We have the receipts. We have the best three-year record of any modern American presidency, period, full stop. Mm. Okay, and that's why he's got an approval rating right now that's under 30%. Well, and it re- but it really does. I mean, again, it really does uh, reinforce what we have said on this show, which is the goal of the left is not to fix America. It's not to make it better. It's not to change America. It's to burn it to the ground. The left hates the idea of America. They hate the inception of America. They believe, you know, America is a racist, a bigot, whatever your favorite phobe or ist is country, and it needs to be burned to the ground. And he told you, I mean, how could you look at what's going on in this country? I mean, he's not even trying to say, well, you know, we inherited a bad hand and we've done our best to try to make it better and we this. He's telling you things are good. Yeah. Biden's telling you things are good. That's their plan. Not to fix it, but just to tell you how wrong you are. I think it's very telling, according to Pew Research, the uh, voters aged 18 to 29, the young set, the people that are really supposed to be rallying behind Joe Biden, his approval rating is at 27%. That's not good. 71% are disapproving. This is supposed to be his base. Uh, People, you know, that look up to AOC, of course, she was on Meet the Press and she was asked what her role is going to be during the election. Um, she doesn't really have one. Has the Biden campaign reached out to you and said, we want you to help reelect President Biden? How do you see your role and the role of progressives in this reelection effort? I see my role uh overall as as really trying to expand the power of movements have they reached in the out United to you, States Congress of America women? and peoples we've been in contact with the we've we've uh, been in contact with the Biden administration throughout my uh, throughout my term and throughout uh, throughout his term as well um, and I know that he has been in contact you know uh, uh, with many members of Congress but you know I think what is most important is that and in terms of my role, I think my role is in allegiance to people's movements across this country. So that's a no. I, uh, I'm going to admit this out loud. I think the what's the statute of limitations has expired on this. Mm-hmm. Um, and anybody I would have done this to probably isn't listening to this radio station anyway. Um, when I was younger, I used to, when I would go on dates, I would ask women like open-ended questions that I felt they would struggle to answer (laughs) because I knew they would just meander for a long period of time. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And my goal on that was twofold. Number one, that meant I had to talk less and I could just look at them longer, which is why I was there anyway. (laughs) And and number two, 
I knew whatever they were going to say was going to be completely nonsensical. And if I just stared at them, it would act like and act like I was listening. They would think I was a good listener. (laughs) And I'm convinced that's what that reporter did right there, because Uh that's exactly what you got. She is a complete buffoon. I mean, she is meandering. I mean, she is just and for all the huffing and puffing from these people, whether it's her or uh, Tlaib or uh, who's the who's the one that married the brother uh Oh, the one in Minnesota. Yes, uh, all these people—they're all the—they're uh, all the. Oh man, that's terrible that I can't remember. I'm probably from a traumatic. Too she much just trauma. did the big speech about it. Somalia. Yeah, I know. Too. That's what's terrible. And I, I'm, I'm sure my brain has just shut it off. No more. You can't. You can't. You're, it's too traumatic to even think about this person. But <laughs> for all the huffing and puffing from these broads, mm-hmm. they don't ever get anything done. You ever notice that? Mm-hmm. They have zero juice inside the Democrat Party. Ilhan yeah, Omar. Yeah, thank you. Oh my goodness. Well, nice, now I'm gonna Kevin. have to go to therapy because. <laughs> With that. <laughs> right in my face. They get nothing done. Mm-hmm. They have no juice whatsoever. They're just they're just people who just flap their gums. Flap, 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 flap. Uh, and she was very she was not very specific at all. And it sounds like getting the stiff arm from the Biden administration mm. as well. It's 947. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20 milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Good morning, nine minutes in front of ten. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. He lost yesterday. He lost, Casey. (laughs) He was flipping all those 49er fans off, and he lost. So it won't be Taylor Swift versus Eminem in the Super Bowl, will Uh, it? So I did uh, (laughs) my my sage betting approach, Mm -hmm. uh, and I do this anytime I have somebody either I desperately want to see win or somebody I don't want to see win. I bet the opposite of that way. Either I win money or I'm happy based on who mm-hmm. won. So mm-hmm. yesterday I took the Chiefs getting the four because, as our audience knows, I absolutely cannot 100% stand Taylor Swift or Travis Kelsey. So I took the money. I posted yesterday, I'm, I'm going to spend this money and I'm going to accept it. I'm not going to be happy about it, but at least I won some money. And then the Lions did mm-hmm. the best of all worlds. They covered the seven and a half, but lost the game. Yep. So I won money and I don't have to deal with Eminem next next two weeks. I wanted the Lions to win. I just I like the great story. It's been they so long frauds. for them. It's they were frauds so the whole time, Casey. That what I mean. That was that was one of the greatest chokes in the history of sports to dominate the game basically for four for three and a half quarters, and then go from what were they were up seventeen up seventeen to down ten. That's Unbelievable! They just and the coach and those calls at the end of that game. I mean, to not twice he didn't kick the field goal. I mean, just unbelievable. And then to 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 run the ball and have to use that timeout. I mean, it was Hammer sent me this, and I'm sure we'll get into it when he gets in here. Watching that game, 
felt exactly what it felt like in 2003 for the Cubs fans with the Bartman game. Oh. Where it was like, yeah. you reached a point in that game where you just knew no matter what the the Lions did, they were going to lose that game, and then that guy fumbled the ball, mm-hmm. and it was just like, it was like, if you were a Detroit Lions fan, welcome to the party, pal, because that is exactly <laughs> how the Bartman game felt for Cubs fans. Mm-hmm. Um, did you see during the Chiefs game when the camera went on Taylor Swift and she actually mouthed, please go away? Oh, yeah, I love this. Like, she's she's so upset that she's getting attention. Hey, I wish you'd go away. <laughs> I, I, and, and, and by the way, I agree with her. There's nothing I'd enjoy more than never having to see her. <laughs> Ever. Nope, she was on the field at the end of the game whispering oh, into yeah. his ears. Please go away, but I'm going to run down on the middle of the field and make myself the center of attention. But I hate Casey. Uh, It'd be be like me telling our audience, go away. Please don't listen. You want the attention. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. I don't know. I saw saw some love and support between the two of them. You know what they ought to make that broad do? They ought to make her sit in the stands. (laughs) No way. Yeah, Yeah, make her go to the concession stand and get a dog and a beer with the mortals. Mm -hmm. You're going to come to the game. You're going to sit amongst the people. They should (laughs) have sat. Should have sat her next to a bunch of Ravens fans yesterday. That would have been great. I don't know. You uh, you complain a lot about how often the TV camera goes on her, but uh, if I were to bet on it, I would say that the decision to cut away to Taylor is made by a guy. Sure. They but they but they the NFL has recognized we have an opportunity with her to uh, get a bunch of people who otherwise might not watch football to t- tune in. To football, mm-hmm. but and and I get that they it's a it's a calculated decision where they say, well, Rob's going to watch the game anyway, so what does it matter if we piss him off? Now I've found a way to hedge my bet on this, which is to <laughs> bet on all things Chiefs, and I had Kelsey over five and a half mm-hmm. catches because I knew every time they showed him they were going to see her, and I said yep. if I'm going to have to see her, I'm going to at least make money off this. I have figured out a way to win out of this thing, <laughs> but for many people who do not bet on sports, boy, what a horribly long game that must have been yesterday. Hey, let's talk about Ben Shapiro. This is uh, what he's a podcaster, he's a lawyer, he's a columnist he's an author Uh he's one of these do-it-all sort of guys and now he's diving headfirst into the rap game oh no he put out a new single it's got a music (laughs) video that goes along with it and it actually is doing really well Uh it was like the most downloaded song over the weekend you probably are Nicki minaj said it's actually good now here is ben shapiro's part of the song Let's look at the stats. I've got the facts. My money like lizard. My pockets are fat. Homie, I'm epic. Don't be a whack. Dog, it's a yamaka. Homie, no cap. Look at the graphs. Look at my charts. You're blowing money on strippers and cars. You going to prison. I'm on television. Dog, no one knows who you are. Keep hating on me on the internet. My comment section all woke Karen's. And I make racks off compound interest. Y'all live with your parents. Nikki, take some notes. I just did this for fun. All my people download this. Let's get a billboard number one. So this is a very conservative guy, and he had the number two song on iTunes over the weekend, beating out Britney Spears and Justin Timberlake. I'd like to point out Vanilla Ice was also, I think, number one at one point, Casey. (laughs) It's Kendall and Casey. It's 93 WIBC. Good morning.